All right, everybody, welcome back to the Get It Done podcast. My name is Joe Zanke, your host, co-founder, COO of On Demand Storage. And today I'm with my guest, Jeff Stoker of Safety Track. Jeff, what's going on? Hey, glad to be here. Thank you for inviting me on, Joe. Uh, interesting. Going to be, be a good show, I think. I think so, too. I think so, too. And I'm interested to learn more about you. You know, I've done a little bit of my research, but I'd love to hear, you know, um, straight from you a little bit about your experiences and and um, and your involvement in Safety Track and, and, and what you guys do. So if you wouldn't mind, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself and um, and and Safety Track, how you got involved and um, and what you guys are doing today. Sure, sure. Um, Safety Track started in 2002, and that was kind of a culmination of uh, the auto industry. I was working in the auto industry for an uh, engineering firm and uh, was downsized. And so I kind of was like, what am I going to do now? And um, a friend of mine out in California had started Safety Track. And with that, I wanted to do a, a local version here in Michigan. And um, that's basically how it started kind of funny that this original safety track out in California did go out of business. So I assumed the full name because it was safety track of Michigan and we are now safety track. So that's how it kind of got started. We were a reseller of GPS tracking and um, moved into a a fleet camera uh, vertical now that uh, has really spun ourselves into uh, the mainstream. Uh, We offer a live streaming fleet camera system for just about any side fleet. Uh, And it gives us the opportunity to uh, work with customers, to promote safety. Uh, It's really helped them uh, kind of reevaluate their business model. Um, So it's been kind of a, you know, unbelievable experience and a journey, you know, for, you know, we're in our 19th year now. And um, if I were to look back, you know, at the beginning and, you know, see where we're at now, I would have never believed we were going to go through this type of growth and, uh, you know, be where we're at now. So good for you. Good for you. Interesting. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So safety track as a whole, I mean, um, obviously you, you, you dove a little bit into what you guys are able to do, um, but what is kind of the business model? Who's your ideal client when it comes to, um, you know, using these products? When we started off, you know, it was anybody that had a fleet, you know, from, you know, anywhere from two to 102 vehicles that uh, we could help them manage more effectively and more efficiently. And, um, you know, by offering what we do, we are so into so many different verticals. It's it's surprising. Our our products in every steel mill in North America, which we never envisioned that. You know, but people call, and they see what it can do for them, and they have an idea what it can you know improve their uh, their safety aspects, and so they apply it to as they can see with their fleet. So, you know, I think the uh, this the sky is really limitless in where we're at right now and what we can do. It's uh, it's pretty amazing. Uh, when Sounds people say, hey, can it do this? Can it do that? You know, and how do you think about, you know, working in this aspect? And we said, we know, never really thought of it that way, but, you know, it's worked out. So uh, it's been it's been quite eye opening. Definitely. I mean, it's amazing, um, you know, how many different types of customers it can serve. You know, sometimes you hear about businesses that are meant just for enterprise level companies that are, you know, X amount of employees or X amount of trucks above. Um, but this seems like it's one of those things where, yeah, like you said, two to 102 doesn't matter. Um, right. you, know, you guys kind of fit the mold for everybody. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, even after this conversation, I'd love to talk to you a little bit more about it. Cause I have my own small fleet of vehicles that, um, you know, that might be, this might be something that we definitely should look into. Um, Certainly. but yep. to take me back to 2002 day one, you know, looking back on your, uh, your journey to this point, you know, as, um, you know, based on where you are today versus where you were then, what would you tell yourself to be prepared for if you could go back and uh, 
give yourself a little bit of knowledge uh, along your journey as a business owner, entrepreneur type of guy? Well, you know, when I, you know, I was corporate, you know, and so when that went away, I, I realized that I didn't want to be corporate. I didn't fit that mold. So uh, starting my own business was very interesting. Um, you know, obviously a lot of skin knees. I mean, we made you know a lot of bad decisions, but we made also obviously a lot of good decisions. Um, I think sticking to it or sticking to the the vision is probably the biggest thing to say, you know, every morning I'd get up, you know, and I was working in my basement for the first eight months and I'd get up, shower, shave, put my clothes on like I'm going to work like I did for the first 20 years of my career and would say, this is my job now. And, you know, and I, you have to force yourself to say, you know, when you're working from home that, you know, you still have that same philosophy of getting up and accomplishing the things, you know, setting forth tasks. I can make so many phone calls. I have to do so much research in certain areas because it was really a self-taught business. I didn't have, you know, a, a GPS background or a fleet camera background, but it was a learned um, experience that, you know, I did through, through reading, you know, um, you know, building my website, you know, making sure that Google recognized it. I mean, there's just a lot of things that, you know, you end up teaching yourself because you're driven to do so. Definitely. Yeah. That, um, you know, letting yourself know, I guess that that self-drive is going to be a, such an important factor in the business. You know, it's something that, um, when you leave a corporate world, you, you don't realize oftentimes like how, you know, you might only be wearing a couple hats. Whereas when you dive into entrepreneurship, you're, you're wearing almost every single one of them at the very beginning. And then, you know, exactly. it's your job as the, as the, you know, the guy in charge to start to delegate over time and uh, take some hats off. But I mean, yeah, you, you don't realize how many hats you need to wear at the beginning until you really dive into it. I think from like, like you mentioned, there's an accounting, there's sales, there's operations, there's um, the marketing, there's, um, just everything, you know, just controlling finances, branding, you know, even building out a website. I mean, it's all just stuff that, you know, you, you think about, but then when you actually have to go, you know, take the time to do it, you know, you got to be prepared you got to be able to, you know, make lists, um, and, and just go ahead and check boxes and, right. uh, and, and stay right. up with them. Um, and so that's something that I would have told myself, you know, at the very beginning too, is like, Hey, you know, this isn't just, um, what you're used to where, you know, I came from an analyst role where I was, Something would come in, I'd take a look at it, I'd spread the numbers on the computer, I'd analyze it, I'd bring it to our sales meeting to see if it was something good. But I didn't have to worry about all the other aspects of the business. You know, that was just my job. Right. Which is, yep. I dove into doing on-demand storage. It's like, all right, well, now I have to do everything. Um, yeah, it's funny. And, uh, and and you think you're going to be ready for it, but then yeah, you really aren't until you are sitting there learning something completely new on a daily, weekly basis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And, and then I think the next thing, because, you know, I, I think we hired our first employee about eight years in, um, you know, because we were just growing at that point. And then, you know, my wife came on and um, you know, she took over the books and, you know, then delegating that and then letting go of that responsibility instead of like looking over somebody's shoulder and making sure they're doing it as you want. You know, you train them and say, OK, that's your responsibility now. And now that we have a staff of the size we do. And we probably in the last three months have increased that by 30%, trusting that when you hire those people, that they're going to do the job that you expect them to. And you don't have to micromanage and, you know, because I'd, you know, I'd be up at one o'clock in the morning at the beginning, you know, making sure everything's still done and, you know, checking, you know, numbers and figures and, you know, all those things that you need to do because to make sure it's going to work. 
So, yeah. but growth is growth has been good. It's been a, it's been a good thing for us. That's great to yeah. hear. That's great to hear. Yeah. Now, yep. you you know, coming from a corporate world, I mean, do you um, do you have any mentors or role models that kind of helped you through this journey? Uh, people that you've been able to lean on, or just maybe even ask questions to when uh, when you know things get tough, or or you you need some answers. There has been through the way that it's changed in the needs that I've had at the onset. It was people that, you know, had started their own business. What do I expect? How, you know, what am I looking at? How does this going to change, you know, in, you know, my stick to it. Um, and there has been a couple of local friends that had done not similar businesses, but had started their own business or had their business of their own. So I'd pick their brain on that. Yeah. Um, you know, and people within the church that had the same type of thing, equity managers that had higher up business applications, you know, when it came to making some bigger decisions, you know, you'd pick their brain as, you know, am I, am I on the right path here? Because, you know, you're talking about future, you're talking about money, you're talking about a lot of different things. So, you know, it's, um, you should always find, I think somebody, you know, that has an immediate need. And I think it changes as you grow and your business grows uh, because you, you're, you know, you've expanded, your mind's expanded on what you can do. And you kind of just keep moving forward with, uh, you know, the people that you use as role models. Definitely. Definitely. I think, yeah. yeah, just like everything, I mean, um, making relationships, making connections, making deep, like kind of meaningful relationships, um, where, like you said, you can have someone to lean on, you have someone to pick their brain, um, even if they're doing something completely different than you so important. And then, you know, it's also one of those things where you can learn a lot from being, um, you know, kind of a, a mentor or, or an advisor to someone else too. Um, just kind of opens up your, your world to, are you doing things the right way all the time? Are you are you following the exact advice that you're giving when it comes to um, you know people asking you about certain logistical things? So, yeah, there's 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 so much importance I feel like in that, and and, and everyone's you know idea of a role model or um, mentor is different. Um, like you said, it does sometimes just change as you continue to grow. Yeah. So, yep. but overall, I mean, I think it's just always important to like you know the the old saying it's. Um, not always about what you know, it's about who you know and, and, and who can help you along the way and who you can help too. Um, that's going to yep. keep driving your business forward. Yep. Um, so as someone who's in, you know, a uh, technology space um, and you're kind of operating the way that you guys are, I mean, what are your thoughts on maybe the future of, um, of the fleet business, truck business? I mean, you see all this stuff in 2021, you know, obviously technology is disrupting so many different things. Um, you know, people talk about automated cars. Um, do you have any thoughts on, you know, where maybe the future of a business is going and, and how maybe safety um, is going to play a role in stuff like that? Yeah, I think, you know, we, we've been we've been blessed, lucky, whatever you want to say, to be in the in the fleet camera, um, you know, venue or the vertical. Um, it's it's something that you'll find the insurance companies are pushing. Um, you know, a picture's worth a thousand words, those type of things, you know, you know, the accidents, the frivolous lawsuits, all the things that go on that that companies have to deal with, um, you can you can mitigate with obviously video on that. Uh, you think about training um, drivers and you know the processes and the procedures that the company has, the safety processes. Um, now you can manage that because you can see what they're doing when they're driving. Um, so it gives you a whole new, a whole new concept. You don't have to ride along with them because if you ever sat in the truck or vehicle with your driver, you know, he's going to do everything that you've told him to do correctly. As soon as you hand him the keys and you're not sitting there, you know, he's going to be on his phone, texting, talking, whatever he does. 
Um, and so now you can kind of take a look at that and you can say, you know what, instead of going out and hiring new people, um, you can you can retrain and hopefully, you know, prevent the accident before they happen. So it gives you tools to manage your fleet. And I think, uh, you know, as we're moving forward, you're getting into AI with fleet cameras for distracted driving when, uh, you know, drivers are not watching the road, if they're turned away, if they're uh, drinking, you know, uh, their water, you know, it notifies them, you know, get your eyes on the road. So, I mean, the whole aspect of moving forward and, you know, with the the industry, it's, you know, it's going to be all be based around cameras, I believe. Definitely. Definitely. I like yeah. what you mentioned about just even like being able to train people, um, you know, properly. I mean, what's, what, what better way to train someone than to, you know, have real footage of, of yeah. what they do in certain situations, have, you know, some of your best drivers um, go ahead and, and use your technology to, you know, just create little videos of hey, yeah. here's the best protocol on what happens when you're making a delivery, when you're leaving a loading dock, when you're leaving the truck behind overnight, like all this different stuff. I mean, there's so many different things that you can do. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I definitely agree with you. I think video is the future of everything. And, um, and you know, it's going to play a huge role in, like you said, that the insurance companies are getting involved in it. So they, you know, as automation continues to grow, um, that video is only going to be, you know, more and more important. I mean, it's going to play a massive role in, in claims and everything like that. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. So going through something like, um, you know, this, this past year with, with the coronavirus, obviously it's affected every industry in different ways, different businesses in different ways. Um, you know, we don't have to go down that road. Um, but at the end of the day, um, as a business owner, have you learned anything, you know, that maybe could be a positive spin on, on what just happened over the last year? Obviously so much negative that that could be wrapped around it, but, you know, just based on how you've had to react or the different, um, different elements of business that have come from, you know, this type of COVID virus. If you want anything maybe that you could use as like some uh, positive recommendation or positive encouragements to the audience. Yeah. You know, obviously uh, 2020 was just, you know, one of the, one of those years, it was kind of, a, you know, crazy from the onset, you know, from the beginning of the year when, you know, it changed everything that we did and how we did it. I think it gave us an opportunity and, you know, instead of, you know, wallowing in, oh my gosh, you know, the phones aren't ringing, we're not doing any business. We, we kind of took a look inward and say, okay, let's clean up our processes. Let's clean up how we, you know, do business. Let's streamline and look at the inefficiencies. And, you know, cause we have time, you know, our staff was, you know, inside our, our doors were always open through the whole, whole process. Um, some people had to work from home for, you know, reasons with, you know, daycare and things like that. But the doors were always open because we support logistics and they were on the road. And so we, we were always there for them to support our product and everything. So, but it gave us opportunity, you know, cause usually in a fast paced environment, you don't, you know, when things aren't wrong, you just kind of keep moving past them, you know, and you kind of look over them. We had a chance to, you know, kind of take a deeper dive, you know, and see, you know, from start to finish and even the after sales product process, you know, what can we do to improve that to make the experience better? So it gave us opportunity to, you know, kind of take an inward look, you know, from every aspect to, you know, develop a, you know, better process. And it's been helping over the, you know, last three, four months, you know, it's really improved, you know, the, the whole, you know, from the start of the process to the end. It's great to hear. I mean, I think opportunistic people are some of the biggest beneficiaries of this and not, at all have to do from like a monetary level um, from a, you know, people can just look at it the exact way you guys did and say, Hey, here's an opportunity where things um, 
I have slowed down, you know, the world kind of just obviously slowed down in a lot of different ways. And so if you were able to take a, like you said, you know, everyone's going through it. Um, You're not the only one going through it. You know, there's so many different people. um, We're all kind of going through the same thing, trying to navigate the waters. Uh, But it's a great time to look at yourself and be like, hey, how can we improve so that when things go back to normal, you know, we've been able to get more efficient. I mean, and um, I'm sure you'll see, you know, as things start to climb back towards relative normalcy, that the, um, the processes that you implemented, the um, maybe the, the things that weren't working that you took away, um, you know, putting in that work during the time when it would have been easy to just say, oh, you know, the phone's not ringing, let's just go home or the, um, you know, this, you know, let's blame everything on the virus. So it's, it has nothing to do with uh, us. You know, that the, the work you put in then is, I think, and I've talked to a lot of businesses that have like completely shifted their whole business model um, because what's going on now doesn't support what they were doing beforehand. But I look at it and I'm like, well, now, you know, as things start to climb back towards normal, hopefully their old business will start to open back up again. Right. And now they have two different, it's almost like they have two businesses. They have a new one because they had to right. pivot. And if they pivoted the right way, then it's like, all right, well, the old one was working great. So maybe the old one will come back too. And now you have two different ways of operating your business. It's just, like I said, the opportunistic people, whether it be opportunistic when it comes to how to market differently, how to change your operations, you know, or people who are able to take advantage, maybe their businesses kind of flourished based on what went on and people, opportunistic people overall um, benefited from, from something like this happening, you know, to the best degree they could. Yep. I agree. So my last question I like to ask every guest is, um, you know, do you have a um, something maybe that you've read recently or a podcast you listen to regularly that um, you would recommend to the audience? Um, you know, it's, it's, it's such a crazy environment. I try to stay up on, you know, obviously the, you know, economic and the governmental issues that are going on, you know, new presidency, there's always, you know, you know, here's the good and bad, you know, and so you try to stay up on that. There's a few podcasts that I do um, just to try to, you know, I guess, keep in touch with, um, you know, good information. Sure. Uh, so, you know, there, there are some, they're, they're more conservative. I don't know if, if, if you know, bringing them out is, you know, <laughs> X22 reports one, uh, that's kind of, uh, you know, a very right leaning, uh, you know, podcast on that just to, you know, kind of gives me the, the news of the day and what's going on, you know, because you don't, I don't think, get it from, you know, the mainstream media. No, 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 no. So, That's all gone. Um, you know, I try to, you know, I, I try to study, you know, um, you know, with everything that's going on, um, you know, I'm very, very religious through this whole thing for my whole life. I've been, you know, grounded, you know, in, in, in my religious beliefs. So, you know, I always turn to the good book to, you know, to stress that and yep. uh, study more. Yeah. Um, and I, I encourage other people to also to see, you know, what they can find and garner from that, because I think that's, you know, the promise and, you know, the future uh, in that book gives us the hope to continue on. So, you know, yeah, you look around sometimes and I don't think, f- at least in some parts of the world, you know, especially where I'm from. Um, so over the last 10 years alone, you know, things like faith have become less relevant. Um but they are, you know, they're meant for times like this or times like we went over the last year, you know, when, um, when things might get their darkest, when things might, you know, 
you need something like that to lean on. Everyone has different, you know, ones and it's, sure. it's, it's okay to respect everyone's different um, beliefs and stuff like that. But I think just recognizing the importance of having something like faith um, be on your side, you know, whether in, in any, in any way, shape or form is, um, is huge. Um, Cause like I said, like you said, it, it gets you through the times when you need it the most. Well, you, you know, you gotta have, you know, it, it, besides having, you know, faith in your creator and, you know, in that aspect of it, you know, that gives you faith in yourself to continue to do the things that you're doing. Cause if you didn't, you know, you may have self doubt and never go for that next step to be the entrepreneur, to start your business, to do the things that, you know, you might want to do, but just right. don't have the faith to try it. So right. um, I think that's, you know, a, a good point to, you know, bring just across the whole board there. Definitely. Well, look, Jeff, um, thank you so much for your insight. Thank you for your, um, you know, sharing with us a little bit about safety track sure. and what you guys are doing. Um, sounds like some awesome stuff. Sounds like you guys are, um, you know, really going to, um, really going to continue to strive and, and, and grow that company. And it's great to hear that you guys are, are growing and experiencing, you know, that type of growth, um, now. And, and, and you seem like someone who's optimistic about what the future looks like too. So I'm happy to hear all that. And it's, uh, it's been awesome meeting you, man. This has been, this has been a lot of fun. Joe, thank you for having me. It's been a, it's been a pleasure to uh, speak with you. You as well, sir. So, um, okay. let's definitely stay in touch and, uh, and thank you so much again. Okay. Have a great day. Take care.